You're listening to Scarif Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare to find out what's going on in all the different areas. Today our focus is on Broadford and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by our correspondent there, Martin Cooper. Martin, good afternoon to you. Hello, Jim. Good afternoon to you too. And Happy New Year. We haven't seen you since just before Christmas when uh, we had a lovely morning in Broadford. John Est and myself presenting Saturday Chronicle. Yeah, it was a, that, was a, that was a great day. It seems a long time ago now, but uh, um, a great day. Look forward to the next one. Well, uh, you've, you've been busy already uh, this weekend, Martin, I gather. Uh, yesterday you had a function in the middle of the village. We did, yes. Um, anyone who has passed through Broadford uh, over the last uh, six weeks or so must have noticed a lot of activity uh, just outside the school. Uh, they've been building a new playground. Um, so it's uh, uh, a patch of land that was there um, by the side of the AstroTurf there that belongs to the school. Uh, and uh, the, the community has been very busy over the last few years uh, raising funds for this. Um, it's uh, cost in excess of 100,000 uh, euros, uh, for which there was no grant money at all, really, for this. It was all raised um, by the community and by the school. Uh, so I think that's quite some achievement. So yesterday we had uh, the opening ceremony for that. Um, it's a lovely playground. It, uh, I think officially it can accommodate uh, 95 children. Uh, so you know, it's, a, it's a good size and uh, lots of swings and roundabouts and all the bits and pieces. So it's, it's, it's great. I think it's been well received. Yeah, that's absolutely and, uh, fabulous. A great boon and a great asset to the village and to the young people in particular and their parents. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, this, 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 this sort of complements the sensory element of the school as well. There are sensory classes within the school. So this is like a, a, an outdoor um, extension of that, really. But, but I have to make pains to, note, to mention that it's not just for the school use. It is uh, uh, thank, thanks to our um, Broadford Development Association, which was set up a number of years ago by, by Mary Burke, who many people will know, who's a, um, you know, a very enthusiastic and engaged person in our community. She set up the Community Development Association, and it thanks to that, that association that the, the management and running and operation of the uh, playground could be taken over from, has been or has been taken over from the school so so it's although it's on school land it's actually not run by the school so therefore it's open um, to the wider community yes. uh, which is great you had, and, a, you, had uh, you obviously you know, had a lot of fundraising to do martin we did yeah and you know i think it's all hats off to a lot of people there's a uh, you know uh, bernard gunning who's the chair of the school board of management uh, he and the rest of the board were, were were extremely supportive of this project from, from day one and have uh, helped with the uh, fundraising and actually Bernard Gunning actually played a role in, it, in, in its construction. Uh, Laura Doyle, who's uh, one of the parents at the school, uh, and she did a, a huge amount of sterling work uh, heading up various fundraising events and, and, and I think raised anything between 20 and 50,000 um, uh, towards this project and, and headed up all the, the, the fundraising committees. Um, and I also must mention uh, uh, Mick Gimme from uh, EI Electronics in Shannon. We got a significant donation from them, uh, for, for which we're truly grateful. Um, so you know, it, 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 it's come together, and it shows what what a community can do. Um, and uh, you know, raising the resources and, and funding in, funding ourselves. So it was 
you know, hats off to Angus O'Brien and everyone at the school uh, and everyone involved for, for getting for getting to where we got yesterday, which was, as I say, was, was our grand opening. So ex- excellent work for everybody. Great stuff. Brilliant when a community comes together. I suppose, Martin, anything is possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I hear, I know that uh, a lot of the restrictions are over or coming to an end, uh, but you have a holy on soon. Oh, we do, yes. We uh, we have a party on in the uh, uh, Castle Oaks Hotel on the 19th of uh, February. Uh, this is uh, Akamogi Club. So we are finally, thank, as you say, thanks to the end of restrictions, finally we we're getting to celebrate the the A and C wins for the Komogi Club last year. Um, you know, two two massive wins for us, especially as we said before that uh, you know the f- first year we've ever had uh, two two adult teams. So um, yeah, we're going out, going out and celebrating on the 19th. So it should be a, a fun night, lots of uh, entertainment arranged and. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. And did I, did I hear the uh, Camogie Club are taking over the community store? They are, yes. So uh, love is in the air. And uh, on uh, tomorrow, which is being the eve, I suppose, of uh, Valentine's Day, the uh, Camogie Club are taking over the country store and uh, uh, doing a pizza night. So they're, they're, they're cooking pizzas to order. Um, and... Uh, Unfortunately, because of the various things and going on, that's still there. It's, it's only uh, deliveries. Uh, but, but, but as I say, the the, the, the Kamogi Club girls will be cooking pizzas to order t- uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, a bit of a fundraising event, but a bit of fun as well. So that'll be good. Yeah. And oh. then you know, on the subject on the subject of food, um, it seems to be a thing at the moment. We are also having a uh, our, our pancake day, our pancake stand on Shrove Tuesday, which is uh, March the first this year. So we'll have uh, our stand set up for probably from half past three or something like that, uh, running through the evening. So uh, cooking pancakes and hot chocolate and lots of other sweet delights for uh, anyone that's passing. Um, and uh, again, in, in, in aid of the Komoki Club. So um, everybody loves pancakes. And uh, so, so pop by and see us. And where, where will you be, Martin? We will be running this in the uh, car park of the uh, Komogi Club, of the Herding Club, rather. So we've got a, 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 a good park, car park there, and we, we set up a uh, uh, bit of a marquee and uh, the seating, and uh, we'll have we'll have that event there. So we haven't done this for a few years. It, we, um, we wanted to do it the last couple of years, but couldn't because of COVID, of course. Um, but but now I think now now's a good time to do it. So we're looking forward to that as well. Have you been practicing? Uh, <laughs> There's a few stuck on the ceiling, put it that way. <laughs> well, Marin, I'm sure it'll be a great success and uh, I'm sure everyone is looking forward to that uh, on the, the day before Ash Wednesday, Shrove Tuesday. You're having a poker classic as well, I believe. Yeah, on uh, switching gears now to the Herding Club, we have a poker classic on the 4th of March. Um, you know, it was a good event and a good fundraiser and um, that'll be in Vaughan's Bar. Uh, so more, more to come on that one. I should be putting up the details in the in the coming days on uh, the Broadwell website and on Facebook. So we'll advertise that. So watch out for that if you're a poker player. Yes, and of course, poker players do come from far and wide to those kind of events. They do. Yes, that's right. I think I think the last one we had was in uh, Gunnings, if I'm not mistaken. I think Kilbanners. It was very, very well very well attended, and as you say, people people come from 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 all over. Pretend those, so it should be good. Again, you know, look, 
once now that we seem to be at the end of COVID, another thing to to look forward to and, and get back into the swing of these sorts of events. So very good. And bang. the last time we were talking, uh, you mentioned uh, I think Father Ban, who was uh, due to leave on at the end of the year, the end of December. But um, uh, you're you're not going to get rid of him that easily, are you? Not quite. Yeah, we have um, Father Ban. I think for at least another month. So we're looking probably to the end of February now. So um, which is great, as you know, we, we, as we as we mentioned last time, a lot of lot of respect. I think he's been with us for some, I think, sixteen years. Uh, you know, we have a lot of respect for him. He's a lo- lo- lovely man and a fabulous parish priest. Um, so we're delighted to have him for as long as we can. Yeah. Um, or and although he's leaving, as I say, now at the end of February, he is coming back for the uh, communion and confirmations in May. So um, gone but not forgotten, and, and and hopefully be coming back now again to help us out. So, yeah, I don't think he really he wants to leave Broadford, Martin. I know he's he he, he really he loves it there and he always has. I think so. Yes, yeah. so, which is which is, and and we love to have him as well. Yeah, and tell me, broadband, I believe, is. Uh, doing the rounds or at least the, yeah, the, exactly. the the infrastructure for broadband yeah i mean we've talked about this so many times over the years and uh can't believe it's actually happening now you know i, I, I don't I, i'm not not saying that we're all going to get broadband into our homes uh imminently they i know the national broadband plan website still says uh january to march uh for broadford um that's january to march next year 2023 for broadford but the the we are seeing some the green shoots anyway. The the uh, the fibre infrastructure is, has, is being installed basically on all the approach roads into Broadford now. So they've been busy laying uh, conduit, um, putting the conduit uh, under the under the roads and to existing ducting. Um, and so the next step is to actually put the fibre in and uh, build the various cabinets. Um, that need to be installed. So you know a fair amount of work left to go, but but we're, we're seeing. Um, the positive signs, and, and and I think as you drive around East Clare, there's a lot of activity um, going on in this space. So I think I think Clare's coming up very well of it, well of this at the moment. So 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 we we look forward to it. So well, uh, you know, within within the next six to nine months, I should think. Hopefully, well, hopefully it will be all over East Clare and make East Clare a more attractive place, and a, you know, for investment and for people moving to. So um, we'll we'll keep an eye on that one, Martin. Absolutely. Uh, the country store. Um, I know the last time we were there before Christmas, uh, and we met yourself, and they were working on, I suppose, opening and extending uh, an outdoor element uh, to the cafe there. They were. Well, yes, that's right. I remember now. That was that was going on whilst we were there, and uh, um, it paused for a while. But uh, last weekend there was a lot of activity, and uh, it's nearly finished. So basically. You know, there was a there was a uh, an old area there outside the country store to, to the right of the country store, which was a bit of a yard really. And uh, um, and and Karen from the, you know the proprietor there, she'd made made good use of it as it was. But but now it's absolutely stunning. You know, it's uh, it's it, it's paved, uh, gravel paved. It's got lovely seating around the edge. It's got a bit of um, some canopies there for um, you know protection from the elements. It looks really good, and it's actually you know it's been. Uh, uh, very, very tastefully and, and interestingly decorated. Let's say it's uh, it's um, a feature, makes a good feature for the country store, I have to say. And 
what, what my understanding is that the outside area and the inside seating should all be up, back up into uh, um, you know, full swing by the end of the month. Great so by the end of February, we should have uh, have seating back in inside and out. And, and in terms of the outside seating, that, that's good as we uh, as we approach the spring and, and look forward to summer. So, oh yeah, it's so, uh, it's so, all about. Uh, I think you mentioned before we we started recording that uh, you're doing a lot of looking forward uh, in this report as opposed to previous reports where uh, in recent times you were looking backwards. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's you know I think I think I think we're all doing that now. We can actually see light at the end of the tunnel with with uh, the, the end of COVID restrictions. And I think well, I think the last thing now is the is the end of mask wearing. That's some some weeks off that, but hopefully we'll, we'll, that that will come true soon. Um, and uh, you know we can we can start having uh, you know events again. And, and as you know, we've all, we've seen the end of the water breaks in hurling yes. and COVID <laughs> matches. So. I think a lot of people will be delighted with that. I'm not not sure everyone's happy about that. Yes. And and talking about hurling, uh, I believe that Broadford had uh, people on all sides of the hearty final last weekend. We did, yes. I think there was uh, um, some divided loyalties there in the village over, over the last few weeks. Um, we've had we had uh, three three lads who were involved with uh, St Joseph, so Conor O'Donnell, Cormac O'Brien, and and, and Gerard Vaughan, and uh, two lads who were involved with Arv Skoll in in Nala Farrell and, and Dennis Fahey. Um, You know, they're all they're all great mates. They're all um, all all play uh, for the uh, for for, for Broadford and have done for for many years since since they were young lads up to the under 18s, and a couple of them are sort of on the senior panel now. So, um, you know, great, great, great friendship, but great rivalry over the last few days or last few weeks. And uh, it was a fabulous match. And, you know, just, despite that, I have to say uh, uh, congratulations to St. Joseph's. What a win. Uh, it was a fabulous match. And, uh, you know, uh, heart goes out to uh, our skull, but, but, but um, you know, a, a fabulous win for for uh, St. Joseph, so, so so brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. For them and, and, and East Clare and, and all the clubs involved. Yeah, I think you're uh, right. I think it's it's given a huge lift to East Clare. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know? Absolutely. OK, Martin, listen, that's brilliant. Loads of things, as usual, happening in Broadford, and we look forward, uh, as I said earlier, to our return there. Um, but for the moment, listen, thank you very much for keeping us in touch with all that's going on. Martin Cooper, our correspondent in Broadford. Good luck, Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.